Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm so excited. This is such a good episode with my friends, Jess and Alex Carey. They are a married couple who are super inspiring. They're going to be talking with you about having God-centered arguments. Um, They call them passionate conversations. And this is just a really great topic. And one of my listeners asked about this, and I know you're going to love hearing from them. So this couple has been married over 10 years. They've coached married couples. They're kind and down to earth. And in this part one, they're going to be talking about their love story, which had a funny start involving a bad date. They're going to talk about the number you number one contributor to marital disagreements and the antidote to that. It is such a good listen. I know you're going to love hearing from Jess and Alex. And Jess was actually on the podcast before. She wrote Charter Course, Taking a Journey with God at the Helm. I hope you've gotten a chance to pick that up. Such a good book. And I read it so quickly. It's so good. Lots of nuggets of wisdom. And Jess and Alex share a lot of wisdom in their many years of marriage. They have so much to share with you today. Before we get started, I just wanted to do a quick listener shout out. A Paleo 24 says, love listening. My Monday evening ritual after my kids are in bed is to sit down with a cup of tea and a simple project while I listen to this gem of a podcast. The episodes are short and sweet with practical tips and loads of encouragement for us moms. I've been listening since the podcast started and it's just gotten better and better. I've definitely enjoyed all of the guest authors this month. I've added three books to my collection as a result. Can't wait to read them. Stephanie is so easy to listen to, and her heart for others really comes through in every episode. I look forward to my dose of joy every week. Thank you so much, Apleo24, and enjoy this episode, friends. Hi, Jess. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you, Stephanie? Hi, Stephanie. Good. How are you guys doing? I'm so excited you're here. Yeah, it's a good day in Arizona. (laughs) We are as well. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, you're so welcome. Okay, everybody, this is Alex and Jess Carey. They are married, and you may recognize Jess's name from a previous episode. Not only are they my first couple on the podcast, Jess is my first guest to come back again. So I'm super excited about that. Really happy to have you guys here. I'm honored that you're taking time out of your busy life to spend some time with me, hang out with the listeners. And um, can you just start by introducing yourselves, how you met, how long you've been married? And then also today we're talking about conflict resolution in marriage. So how long you've been um, coaching other married couples? Well, firstly, I just want to say thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me back. Um, The first time I recorded with you was super fun. And so I'm excited to duplicate that and then also to have my husband on, which he's he's my rock in many ways. So um, I'll let him kick off about how we met and we'll just we'll just go back and forth, I guess. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Well, thank you uh, as well. Um, So yeah, Jess and I met uh, back in California. Um, She was doing uh, some some acting and, uh, and wanted to get into uh, physical uh, uh, into be a fitness uh, instructor. And and I was uh, following suit, I was also getting into the fitness arena. And we wound up sitting right next to each other in a personal training class. And uh, she looked like a really smart, uh, young, attractive lady. And I looked over <laughs> and I said, oh, this is a good person to sit next to. Uh, maybe I can 
uh, get a couple quick answers. Um, little did I know she was a goody good and she wouldn't let me cheat off of her at all. So uh, sticking to her good Christian roots there. Um, but, but anyways, we, we shared a ride um, because it was a, a ways away from where we both lived. And I, I, I asked her if she wanted to um, uh, ride with me a carpool. And it, it turned out to be a really good opportunity where over the next three days, we got to know each other really well. Uh, and just to kind of make a long story a little bit short, um, on the last day, I had some music on. I was a new Christian and I had some music on and, and, I, and I realized it was Christian. I, so I lowered it. I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. And she goes, oh, no, no, you can leave this on. I know this song. And so as many mm. young Christian singles will uh, will appreciate <laughs> at the moment you hear that there is a another young Christian single right next to you, it's supposed to be divine appointment and you're <laughs> supposed to get married right away. Yes. <laughs> so we really thought that was uh, that was the moment for each other. And uh, we uh, to, <laughs> to put it bluntly, we had a date right after that and, and it tanked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Stephanie, it was a pretty, um, we both agreed. It was like pretty boring. It was a pretty boring date. And That's funny. so we were like, okay, well, you know, I still like the guy. Like, he's still a nice guy. Like, we should just, you know, be friends. And that was what we determined to do after that date was to just remain friends. And, you know, I didn't know very many people in California and he had more of a network of friends already. So he sort of agreed to bring me along to his church and introduce me to some people. And so I was like, okay, cool. And it just so happened that the following week we went to church together. Um, I was still sort of church hunting and all of that. And boy, God had other plans in that church service. So it was one of those moments where I saw Alex in a moment of worship and I'd never seen anybody worship God. So like unashamed so it was really, it was a profound moment. And then he prayed over me after the service or sort of during the service actually. And, and there were a lot of pain that I had been carrying from previous relationships that, you know, God was speaking through Alex in that moment. And I, I had this like really ugly, you know, snot filled, horrible cry <laughs> right there in church. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, this person that I've only known for a week is going to run. <laughs> what I think is really cool about the story, and I think uh, every, every couple has a, a dynamic story. Um, but what I think is really, really cool about ours is that you know, initially there wasn't this uh, aha moment, wasn't love at first sight. Um, and it was something that was really cultivated through our, our love and our, our passion for God. And uh, it was the moment that we were em embracing the Lord that we felt like the scales had fallen off from both of our eyes. And mm -hmm. so as we walked out of that service, we both looked at each other in a new light and we really felt like our relationship from there on out was really different. And so I just kind of think that there's a lot of stories that are out there where it wasn't so dynamic in the beginning, where it wasn't mm -hmm. love at first sight. And if you have, if you're in one, that's amazing. And that's awesome. Um, it just, that wasn't the one for us. And so we really knew uh, from that moment on that there was something really significant and that our relationship from there on would be rooted uh, in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we were married about a year and a half after that. 
So we've been married for just over 13 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful story. And I think a lot of people need to hear that. You know, we probably have some listeners who are single wanting to get married and they do feel like, you know, what is portrayed in the movies and, and from maybe, you know, love stories they hear about in real life, you know, that lightning bolt, that excitement, you know, the passion, the spark, whatever you want to call it. So it's always really helpful to hear a story where there was more of a slower progression. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I think cool. it's, it's, it's really, uh, you know, cool to, to see um, how God can bring that passion, right? you know, um, yes. in, mm-hmm. especially with uh, couples that are, uh, you know, being abstinent for, from, uh, you know, from sexual relations before they're married. Um, and they're worried mm-hmm. about, oh my gosh, if, if we get married, what if we're oh, not compatible? Yeah. What if, what if there's no passion there? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, my, my encouragement would be, don't worry. Uh, God will give you passion. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And so you, I mean, you all have a lot of wisdom to share. And so I love that one of the things you do is uh, ministering to other married couples. So what does that look like? How do you coach them and how long have have you been doing that together? Yeah, sure. When we first got married, we actually started a newly married uh, small group and we just decided to start to consume all of the content that we could as couples around building healthy marriages. So while we weren't necessarily coaching couples at that time, we were equipping ourselves and then the other couples that were in the group, ironically, they're all now still in ministry as well and helping other couples, you know, along the journey. So we just, you know, we were reading like the five love languages and sacred Mm -hmm. marriage and, you know, love and respect, all these, you know, pillars of great, you know, healthy marriage. So that's Mm -hmm. how we started. And then, you know, as we kind of went down the journey and went a little bit further along, then we actually started teaching marriage preparation. So we started helping couples that were looking to get married and sharing our story and sort of some of the pitfalls that we ran into when we were first married and how to overcome them. And, you know, just letting them know, refocusing them on, Hey, do you want to marry this person? Or do you want the wedding? Like that's one of the first questions that Mm -hmm. we would ask someone who's preparing Mm -hmm. for marriage is if you just want to throw a party, just throw the party. (laughs) Don't get married. (laughs) So, and then now sort of, Again, you know, we're now further down the road a little bit for a little bit more. And so now we are what our church calls just couples coaches. And so it's not a formalized um, class or anything like that. It's just when couples come to our pastors and our leadership and say, we're struggling in our marriage, they they introduce them to us and then we sort of take them Um, more on like a mentorship journey. And we partner with them, we come alongside them and help them to reset their communication patterns in a healthy way as much as possible. But it's a very organic, informal way of just coming alongside couples that may or may not be struggling. And and if I could add to that a little bit, I think one of the areas that we've seen a lot of breakthrough is specifically with you know pastors and and um and, and their families and uh assistant and, and i say pastors i say you know maybe not a lead pastor but you know the the 
people that are on the board of, of, of the church or people that are that are working for the church will sometimes feel really isolated. Uh, and because they're pouring into the church and pouring into the congregation, uh, they don't really have anywhere to go to where they feel like they can talk about tough things that the, that the couple are going through. And we're just, we just don't take ourselves too seriously. We're very real. We'll talk about the, the tough subjects that no one really wants to address. Like, well, are you guys having sex or are you guys having the hard conversations and are you still attracted to them? And, you know, and having those real conversations and not being afraid to ask the tough, uh, uh, the tough questions. So I, I think that's really where we've seen a lot of success, a lot of breakthrough and a lot of genuine uh, uh, relationships be established. Wow. Yeah. And you have so much, you know, so many years of marriage. Um, and of course, like we're always learning and growing, but I love that, you know, someone who's a little further along in their marriage journey, you know, mentoring um, people who are maybe newer in their journey. Um, so when you work with these couples, um, specifically, maybe couples who are really having a tough time, like you said, communicating, they're having a lot of conflicts, a lot of arguments. Um, what are the main things that you see that are contributing to their, you know, arguments? And then what do you see that usually contributes to those arguments being resolved? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in here from, from the, the man's perspective. I can tell you that a lot of times what I find myself doing is realizing is, am I fighting for my pride? Am I fighting to be right here? Am I, what am I feeling? And I, I do, I'm not a very uh, self-reflective person uh, where I go, you know, I don't need a ton of quiet time where I'm doing, you know, reflection on, on my thoughts and my feelings. But a lot of times when there's a, a, a need for a conflict resolution, I think a lot of times for, for men, we need to think through, uh, am I, is my pride being hurt here? Is this, um, am I trying to be right just so um, I can tout to my wife that I, you know, I'm showing you that I was right and you were wrong? And I think that that's a really big issue a lot of times. And one of the things that I say a lot is, is this, uh, is this a hill that's worth dying on? Is, is this a, a battle that's worth fighting? If it's not, then l let her be right and move on. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he's he's a wise man, don't you think, Stephanie? <laughs> yes, very wise. If there's any husbands listening right now, take note, please take every note. <laughs> every wife listening is going to be like, "Babe, you got to listen to this podcast." <laughs> well, well, yes. Let me let me also just say, I think you know, in this in in the. Uh, in, when you are right, when 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 a, a guy is right in a scenario, there's no need to stuff it in their face, and that goes for both parties, right? You don't need mm -hmm. to brag about being right or wrong. That's not what you, what you're trying to do. Is you're trying to have a conversation to resolve the matter so you can go on with your life in a uh, in a joyful way. Mm -hmm. uh, and and so many times we get into this 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 battle of who's right or wrong, or I told you so, and and that just is going down the wrong route. And then I think the the second half of that, it's sort of like pride is one of those things as it, it'll stir up conflict in a couple, like very readily. 
even refusing to apologize or refusing to get help, like when your marriage is starting to fall apart, that's an attitude of pride. That's saying, I, I haven't failed. We're not failing, even though you know things may be really disintegrating. And so check yourself, like check your relationship. Do I have an attitude of pride? Do I have that mindset? And, and sort of the antidote to pride is forgiveness. And so Alex and I focus a lot with couples that are in conflict around finding the path to forgiveness. You know, it's like Jesus, he first forgave us, even when he knew that we were going to continue sinning, you know, and it's, it's like Alex and I use first John one verse nine, which says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it's sort of like, even if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, but they're the one that needs to be telling me to forgive them. They're, they need to be asking for forgiveness. It's like, be the one that rushes to own your side of the conflict first, because God will then cleanse you from the unrighteousness that you have in your heart. I was, I was talking to a friend the other day, and they said, there's no forgiveness without confession. Wow. And that really kind of, I had to stop and think about that. And I said, wow, you know, if we're not actually verbally confessing and having that communication, then how can you move on and actually forgive? Mm-hmm. You can't. In, in the scripture, uh, it, it states literally, if we confess our sins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I just think that's something to, uh, that, that hit me hard and thought I'd share. Yeah. So Alex and I, we race each other to see who can ask for forgiveness first. It's um, fun. <laughs> she, al- she always wins. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So that I think is- forgiveness and pride, those are two of the major mm-hmm. contributors to, you know, unhealthy or healthy conflict resolution for sure. Yeah, that's very helpful. And I think, you know, both men and women definitely I think every person struggles with pride. It's it's one of those um, sins that is just very insidious and and just mm. sneaks its way in there. And I think I've noticed in my own life, in friends' lives, who who come to me with things, um, just in you know maybe not in their marriage, but maybe in their parenthood, in their motherhood. Um, a lot of times, pride is is the culprit. So I think sure. I love that you they're shining a light on that because I wholeheartedly agree that pride is, is the cause of a lot of our sinful behavior. Um, I just want to tag on that Stephanie. It's like pride pride says we should have perfect kids that always obey. We should have the, the perfect marriage. We never fight. That's what pride says. Pride tells us that. And it's like, well, that's just not realistic. And if we just rush to own, you know, the, the, you know, the not nice things in our lives or the messy things in our lives, then we're, we're, then we're in freedom. You know, then we can be transparent. We can be honest. We can have open conversations. So, yeah, I love that you mentioned that it also influences our parenting as well. Okay. That's it for part one. Tune into part two now. And you can listen to a deeper dive into resolving conflict in a God-centered way. And Jess and Alex have so much more wisdom to share with you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I hope you listen to part two soon. Bye for now.